Look out, it's the backlog boys. Virus detected. Welcome to a new episode of Backlog Boys. What, what? number is that? It's 4.98 point. No, fuck. Hold on. Wait, yes. No? <laughs> I, hold on. We yes. said four, is it 9, we, eight? We said 4.99.8, but I guess it could yes, technically that. be 4.98. Okay, it's 4.99.8. We had some issues, okay? Tanner's uh, house blew up. Well, Bugs ate us. A locust swarm. I, I was trying to look. So this is going to be our third episode that is in the episode four series. <laughs> which, which which is kind of apt because we started our episode four series with Hi-Fi Rush. And then we did... <laughs> and when was that? <laughs> fucking what when Winslow was in the Philippines so what May in May geez um and then we did the the, the like the pre summer gaming event show Xbox Goblin mode 4.20 everybody remembers that a classic and then we did uh, the longest episode in AYCH history backlog boys episode 4.98.1 <laughs> uh that's 6 hours and 40 minutes of us just talking about every fucking thing that was announced during like a two week span in June. Yeah. If you're a little confused and you didn't listen to one of the beginning episodes, I can't remember where we explained it or if we explained it at all. Uh, we do point episodes for the middle of the month episode where we do news. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we ever actually said it. And uh, it's, we haven't. And the main number changing when we go to the next number, it's going to be five. That's when we talk about an actual game. Yeah, that's uh, like we can't move on to five points yet. We have to get that five. Yeah, that's like um so like our Last of Us episodes, the Pokemon episode, the Hi-Fi Rush episode, those are the whole numbers. All of like I don't want to say supplemental, but everything else Backlog Boys does just falls in between the spans of those whole numbers. But Cole, I was gonna ask. Also, uh Wenzel's not here. We kicked him off the show. He's canceled. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag Wenzel is over party. Yeah, Wenzel is over. He was caught on, let's just say, on a famous island. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you could have went so many different ways with that. You went that way. Um... Do we want to say like what our plans are for like this month and next month? Just like how we're going to kind of like rebalance the, the backlog boys universe. We can, but I don't want to like full on reveal what we're doing for October game wise. Okay. I, we won't. Okay. Here's what we'll say. Can we, can we say the September game? Are you comfortable? With yeah. That? Yeah. I okay. mean, we're going to have to say this episode. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So in September, specifically September 27th, Backlog Boys Episode 5 will be going up. Uh, and we are going to be playing Uncharted 1. So Drake's Deception. 
go brush up on your Uncharted 1 uh, stuff. And I will say, and we'll say it in the Uncharted episode, we don't want to show our hands yet, just in in case something happens. But I will say in October, there's not going to be like a quote-unquote middle-of-the-month episode because we're doing two games Mm -hmm. back-to-back. So in episode 6 and episode 7 are going to both happen in October. Two back-to-back games. Uh, I was trying to look at dates. Um, I don't actually think... So the first one, so episode six will be dropping on October 11th and episode seven will be dropping on October 25th. I don't want to, I'm not going to tell you what the games are, but let's just say you may crap your pants. Yeah, it's, uh, it's October. Yeah. You can say what it we're doing. We're doing spooky month. Yeah, it's not just here. It's a main feed as well. Yeah. So we're just forcing them together. Yeah. We're doing some spooky stuff over here. So, and like I said, we'll. Definitely confirm what the games are on the Uncharted episode. Um, but I assume the games are pretty locked in because at the time of recording this, we are playing both those games this weekend. But, you know, weird shit can happen. Yeah, uh, the funny thing is, we're going to play Uncharted after we play next month's games. Yeah, that, that's actually the weird the the weird thing. We're actually, in the order of the games we're playing, we're playing Episode 6 and Episode 7 and Episode 5. Uh but we're, I don't fully understand why, but we're doing it. I don't remember why we decided to play. I think it was because it feels like we're doing more playing and beating two games in a weekend than because the way we're doing Uncharted is we're playing Uncharted, beating it, and recording the episode all in a single weekend. Yeah. yeah With the October fine. shows, we're playing them, but we're not recording them until later. Like a month later. Yeah. So well, not a month. It, it'll be some time though. Yeah, just a probably probably like two or three weeks later. Uh, but so that just just some housekeeping. So if you're not caught up, Wenzel's no, just Wenzel's not here this week. He's not uh, here. He's he, busy working. Yeah, nerd. Um, but he will be on, you know, all the other episodes that you just love to hear his baby boy voice on. I just realized I haven't recorded a podcast in a long time. I don't even I, remember the last time I recorded was. I, but we're here still. God, when was the last time? Well, I just recorded something. You that... recorded uh, uh, Muscle Orchestra like last week. Oh, yeah. I've, I've recorded actually two Muscle Orchestras since the last time we. When was the last time I recorded with y'all? That had been. It's been a long time. Beginning to of the August? Fans, to the people listening, it's been no, no time. It's been You're no time. Week. Well, I did also recently recorded with just Wenzel, our sidewalk episode, which by the way, y'all should go oh, and yeah, check yeah, out yeah. episode that came out last week. Um, but I had strep. So that recording kind of sucked for me. Um, yeah, it's been a while since me and you have recorded something together though, I guess. Yeah. We don't really have any or many, or I don't know if any really, uh, just you and me. Yeah. This is probably the first thing you know, ever. Don't say that. Because we did high five rush. Oh fuck! <laughs> okay, uh, this is probably the second thing ever. <laughs> just Colt and I recorded. I, I would, I would play somebody on that. Fuck! I told you, and high five rush was like this year. Yeah, but um, that was four months ago. That is true, and which, that was our last episode. And that was the, that was the last whole numbered episode. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Also, Backlog Boys turns a year old next month in October. Yup, and we've only released fucking four episodes. Well, technically. Well, actually, by the time our one-year anniversary hits, 
we will have I I think all the episodes for October will be out. Six and seven will be out too. Um but yeah, but that's not what we're here. That's our housekeeping. We're here to talk about some of like the bigger news of the last two months. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say there's going to be some old stuff. We cut out a lot of dated info. Yeah, but there are there is some dated stuff here that it's probably like a month old at least at most. Yeah, it's because I have some stuff to say. Yeah, we got to get some takes off like, you know, I mean, we could have been called the takeoff boys. The backlog takeoff boys. That sounds so good. You should put that on a shirt. The backlog takeoff boys. Yeah. All right. I just messaged our merch department. Oh shit. That All right. Well. Sucked. <laughs> All right. You ready to get some news? We're gonna hit you with the new stuff first because it's new. Yeah. And, uh, like old we're, we're kind of going in fun stuff. descending order here. Yeah. Yes. All but right. First, don't have much information on it, but Final Fantasy 16, the game that just came out, is getting two paid DLC expansions as well as coming to PC. Uh, surprised that a Xbox uh, version was not announced, considering uh, when it comes to Final Fantasy exclusives on PlayStation, it's only for like a year because that's how Final Fantasy 7R worked. I I wonder if. Because usually if it's PlayStation exclusive, it's technically console exclusive. Yeah. But I wonder if Sony, because 16 came out in June, so they probably couldn't even announce an Xbox port till next summer. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I would imagine we probably would get one, or they would just wait till the expansions are out and release like Final Fantasy 16 Game of the Year Edition or Ultimate Edition or Clive is My Daddy Edition. I'm buying it. <laughs> I just, I'm hoping these two DLC expansions, they're not just like a small little story tidbit. I honestly loved 16 so much. It's a really good game. I want a 16-2. Well, I don't think the DLCs are going to be that big. Please. I mean, Final <laughs> Fantasy 10 2 happened. Wasn't it a DLC? It was a whole 13... separate game. Final two. Fantasy 13 has four games. <laughs> Final Fantasy 13 feels like it has about 12 games. Wait, no, it doesn't. It has three games. Yeah, it has three. It, it's 13, 13, returns, 2, and 13-3 yeah. or 13 Lightning Returns, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, anyways, Final Fantasy 16 is getting two paid DLC expansions. I'm really happy about that because there is some really cool characters in that game, especially one with a voice like a smoker that smoked nothing but gold cigarettes. It's really good, though. <laughs> and they said we were getting news about the DLC expansions by the end of the year, so... Yup, yup. Probably means so, one of those will be coming out, I, I would I would wager to say, maybe quarter one next year. Um, which is already no, looking extremely stacked. It's a little further down the list, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, Tokyo Game Show is coming up on uh, September 21st, uh, through the 24th so maybe we'll get to see something there maybe even Square though enix usually has a pretty big presence at tokyo game show they have what? their own show announced i just don't know what time it is yeah um so yeah well very possible that we see 
that there. I feel like it's weird messaging to say by the end of the year and then like two weeks later you say it, but uh, it can definitely be. If it's not a Tokyo Game Show, I figured it's probably going to be at the Keeleys in December. Yes, yes, 100%. Um, Up next, Colt, probably the biggest actual news item we can hit on. Uh, The possible potential extension of the SAG After Strike affecting the game industry with uh, voice actors uh, voting to authorize, uh, I guess, the second SAG after strike and and going on strike. Which I say, is, hell yeah, well, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, fuck yeah, like get yours. Uh, but holy shit, like every every day I read something new about like I think Warner Brothers is projected to lose five hundred million dollars this quarter and people yeah. are like mm, the sag afters demands only equal out to like 47 million dollars a year and you're about to lose a half billion dollars in a quarter like david zasloff like fuck you and it's like it, it it makes total sense and i saw somebody bring up a point today where they were like part of me thinks that the reason these execs aren't paying is because somebody has been cooking the books for years and they would all be extremely fucked if it got out, which, which is possible. Like they're all crooked, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously we here at backlog boys are pro worker. Yes. So go get yours, get what you deserve. Do you deserve video game residuals for billion dollar franchises? Fuck. Yes, you do. Do you deserve residuals for games that don't make a lot of money? Fuck yes, yeah. you do. Because you still fucking worked on it. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm interested to see where that goes. Cause like, I mean, you're you're talking about <laughs> entertainment as a whole, like not even just movies and TV at that point. I mean, everything outside of music. <laughs> oh yeah, like right now, I would consider we're in a huge boom of entertainment when it comes to movies mm-hmm. and uh, video games, video games especially. Uh, but the movies, that boom is ending. Uh, next year is going to be pretty dead. But uh, I think video games are going to be in the same boat. I kind of hope it happens because my backlog is building up so much that I'm deleting games off my PlayStation that I have two terabytes on that I haven't even beaten yet or even initiated a playing of it's frustrating. Cause I really want to get around to playing those games. It's just that the newest game like Baldur's gate is 110 gigabytes. Something like that. It's very big. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, I, this isn't on our news items. Uh, NBA, I, it came out today that NBA 2k 24 was going to be 161 gigabyte install. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't I deleted- make it. Modern Any Warfare 2 because it was 170 something to yeah. fucking play. Yeah, I, I recently deleted Modern Warfare 2 off my PlayStation as well. I don't have two terabytes on my PlayStation like you do, but yeah. It like it's so it's gotten so bad where like that's also a reason I've like gravitated more towards like smaller scale or like indie games this year is solely because like I can have like five of those on my hard drive versus like one huge game obviously i've made exceptions but like i that's part of the reason why i downloaded sea of stars is because it wasn't super huge and i could keep it on my hard drive for a while uh and then turns out i've absolutely have loved it but yeah it's just kind of funny how that works but yeah obviously fuck yeah to the strike 
Go get yours. Um, these execs need to pay up. There's no reason why nerds that don't put in any of the work and they're just fucking t-shirt and blazer and jeans and chairs should make $60 million when voice actors and video game writers, which I think this is just for voice acting. I don't think it's writers um, are can't even afford rent. Can't even pay their rent. That's fucked. So yeah, go get yours. These execs will learn one way or the other. So as soon as yeah, they're having striking. money issues, they're mm-hmm. going to be like, bang. it's a hot strike summer and we rolling right in to buck around and find out fall. Yeah. And you don't even want to get started on what happens in the winter. I'm not even going to say it yet. Nuclear devastation. <laughs> well, I was, I was thinking another, you know, alliteration, but oh, sure. Okay. Wicked winter. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah w- wicked winner yeah thank you now onto some really sad sad news volition studio the studio behind the beloved saints row series actually wait a minute saints row was originally made by a different studio wasn't it yeah volition so let me let me make sure I have my shit in order. Because they, and I remember the uh, there was an employee walking out of the old Saints Row studio of the, with the giant fist dildo. Yeah, so Saints Row at one point, what or Saints Row was like Deep Silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but Volition acquires Deep Silver, but they also were like working. They worked on other Saints Row projects. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Volition Studios closing down, shutting down, shutting the doors after 30 years. Because I've known this studio all my life. Uh, like, i don't not necessarily a huge fan of their games. I enjoy some of them. It's just a studio that's not going to exist anymore. I know. I'm totally making that up. Volition is definitely the main developer for like the whole Saints Row series. Oh, was it, was, it, was the, it was the old... THQ THQ yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always I get that mixed up because like THQ Nordic exists now so yeah. like in my mind there's like THQ didn't shut down they totally did yeah I mean I have a ton of fond memories specifically with Saints Row the third yes um and like I, I know like the the reboot wasn't so I actually believe you can get it it's with PlayStation, PlayStation Plus, Plus right now. Right now, which it, is like, it was the nail in the coffin. That game killed Volition Studios. Yeah, and like that really just like it scares me because also Volition was acquired by what the Embracer Group. Yeah, um, they were doing some restructuring. I don't know all of that that happened, but I know some probably some shitty stuff happened. Yeah, like I, th- I think basically. It boils down to them just like cutting, like Embracer pretty much buys them to get their IP and then shuts it down. Yeah. Right? Um. Which really worries me because they, not recently, but they bought Crystal Dynamics, and I I really love their work they've done for Tomb Raider and the uh, Deus Ex game that came out. I really enjoyed those. Really um, hope they don't get shuttered. 
I was actually looking. So it looks like Embracer has already moved the Saints Row and Red Faction IPs to under this group called Playon. I have never heard of that. Play Playon. Um, trying to see what, and they've been owned by. Embracer since 2018. I was trying to see what all they've done. Oh, they're doing like post launch support for Payday 3. So that's okay. I mean, Payday 3 is not out yet, and I don't know if it's good or bad. Yeah. So, but interesting. So they pretty much just transferred all their IP over and got rid of like the 200 employees from Volition. It sucks. It always sucks when like a game studio like shuts down but also like like i think embracer said like there was a multi-billion dollar deal that fell through particularly with volition and then it didn't go through so they were like oh well we already kind of counted that we made that money so the only way we can make that money is we get rid of a lot of you at the same time and that's what they did which again fucking sucks but and it's a shame we didn't get a Red Faction game uh, on last gen. Yeah, when was uh, the last Red Faction game? It was on the PlayStation 3. It was Armageddon. Mm. To be fair, they had two games. Armageddon came out in the later half of the PlayStation Xbox lifespan. I gotcha. I gotcha. But yeah, it always sucks when like shit like that happens. And it definitely scares me where like, now we're living in like kind of the world where like oh like one one bad game can really like bring down even like a relatively respected like developer and it really scares me for like like a bioware for instance yeah their next game has to be good that has to be like a absolute fucking banger so i don't know it kind of like it it makes me wonder, like, what what do, like, game developers and publishers look like in 10 years? Like, are we just going to have, like, three or four super groups kind of, like, where everything else is headed? I, I hope not, because I do think, like, independent game making is in, like, a really strong place right now. Um, but I just wonder what, like, the, the big the big guns look like. Yeah, I'm noticing more and more Kickstarters for, like, from very reputable people, not the guy behind uh, Mighty Number no. Nine. That guy, can't remember his name. Not, not very. Uh, uh, did not live up to his promises. But everyone else, though, is making some really solid games on Kickstarters. Uh, I've even backed a few uh, RPGs recently. Was Penny Blood? Ah, uh, fuck, I can't remember. It was a double Kickstarter. I backed both of them. Those games look sick, and there's a bunch of like old developers that originally worked on the uh games that they're spiritual successors of it's really cool yeah no it definitely like i said i think independent like game make i I think it kind of popped off with a lot of like hobbyists having more time during like the pandemic of like getting to like develop and like hone their skills with game making so i really feel like we're like about to enter like sort of this second golden age of like just absolutely fucking killer indie games not necessarily like these new indie games coming out of nowhere but like maybe uh a developer's like second or third game 
that is just like, wow. It's kind of how I feel with Sea of Stars right now, um, where they're the same developer behind The Messenger um, that came out fucking, what, 10 years ago or whatever. Yeah, that was and a long like, time This ago. is the first time they've ever done an RPG, and it mixes so many classic RPG elements into it, where like, it, it feels new and fresh, but also it's a super great homage. And it's just like, we're getting so much shit like that right now. Like, fucking another indie game for, it's like, Vampire Survivors yes. was, like, the game of the year last year. Um, Like, just stuff like that. So I really feel like we are, like, maybe not entering, maybe we're already in it. Like, just, like, this huge boom of just, like, great independent game titles. Yeah, I, I recently played the shit out of Rogue Legacy 2. That was a fantastic indie game. It was an early access forever on PC, but it finally released on released on consoles this year. And it was it reviewed very, very well. And I didn't see anyone talk about it. I had to find out it came out on my own. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's super weird. Well, God, even like not to like cheap plug here, but I've done a couple of like first impression videos uh, at AYCH podcast on YouTube. Uh, I've done crop rotation, which is actually out now that it's full release and big boy boxing that just playing those demos. Like one of them is like a deck building farm simulator game. And the other one is like pixel style punch out, but like from the first person perspective almost. And like, they're both like, homages to other games but like they're adding a new twist to it where it's just like awesome it's like it's so cool and like i know like with crop rotation it's just like one dude doing it like one guy on twitter is making this game they have like 140 followers and they're just like making this really rad game that has Hell like yeah i think they shared today the day we're recording it, it had like 6500 wish list for crop rotation on steam which like like if 6500 people buy that game full price probably changes that guy's life yes yes so i i don't know i i just think that's like really fucking cool like so that stuff like that i'm, I'm really excited or actually i take that back crop rotation will come out comes out on the 15th this comes out on the 13th so but yeah, I, I digress. Still, there's just a lot of really cool shit being made right now. And like, you kind of have to dig for it because there's so many games coming out all the time. Yeah. Like, like I wouldn't have known about crop rotation if I like a guy or somebody on Twitter was like, because I was like, oh, what's like a cool demo? I can. They were like, oh, you should check out crop rotation. And then I just played it. Or like big boy boxing was another one. I saw somebody retweet the video because they were going to PAX. And I was like, oh, that looks cool. And I saw I had a demo. I downloaded the demo and played it. So it's just, I don't know. You kind of you kind of have to like keep your ears to the ground because like a new something super cool can just drop on like itch.io at like 4 a.m. on a Thursday morning. And unless somebody you know plays it, you'll never hear about it. Yeah. And if you want an easier way to find out about more indie games, I highly feels like a joke uh, recommendation but go to the playstation official youtube they release trailers on there constantly for any game just usually trailers from like the game just came out or launch trailers 
but they are really good at promoting new indie games on there because I like once a week I, or once a month I go on there and I just like click open a new tab open a new tab to every single indie game trailer and I just have a fun little watch party by myself so oh, yeah. I heard, check that out check that out yeah just you know you don't have to pay $70 for every game you play I know no. hot take crazy but yeah all right Colt what, what do we got some, next uh, probably some of the most devastating news you'll ever hear uh, coming from a PlayStation fanboy. A Sony pony. Yes. PlayStation Plus is increasing its prices. <laughs> it's All right, here we go. I'm going to name, I'm going to give you the numbers, okay? I'm so fucking mad about this. Yeah, I was mad about this last week, and now I'm going to get mad about it again. Jesus. I was in a doctor's appointment when this came up, and I just wanted to scream. <laughs> uh PlayStation Plus Essential, the base price, which was originally 50 bucks, which was originally, I think, 30 bucks, and which you could buy on eBay for uh, 30 bucks two to three years ago, uh, 30 bucks for a whole year, which I wish I did. I bought more of those. Uh, you can now get it for $80 a month, uh, American. Uh, PlayStation Plus Extra, which is the second tier is $135 a, for a whole year. Fuck off. And for premium, it's $160. It, just, it makes no sense. Now, I don't know how much uh, fucking, what is it called? Uh, Game Pass Ultimate goes out for for a whole year, but they give you a lot. No, PlayStation Game Plus, you get, on Essential, you get like the most duty booty hole games and then occasionally some really really cool games that you've already bought three years ago so game pass i think is 16 dollars a month but i think you can get it for like game pass ultimate which is xbox game pass pc and game live. pass and xbox live gold um and it's like 15 like after tax it's like 16 39 a month i think um for me but the kicker with that is you get, first of all, you get like games every week. It's not like here's two games a month. Like there's new games being added to Game Pass literally on a weekly basis. Not only fucking that, you get every first party Microsoft game for free. No extra charge. Like right now, we are all playing Starfield. Guess how much we paid for it? Fucking nothing because it's included with our game pass. I, I did buy early access. Okay. I, 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 okay. I apologize. Cool. But, oh, but if you didn't have game pass to have got that edition, it would have been what? A hundred, a hundred bucks. Yeah. It would only cost like less than 50 bucks instead of the 400. So, so it's pretty poggers. Yeah. I, I didn't pay for it and I know Wenzel didn't pay for it. Um, so yeah, it's just like, and that's just one example. Like Forza is coming out in October for for Xbox. Uh fucking City Skylines 2 coming out in October. Lies of P, which isn't even Microsoft first party, but guess what? It's day one on Game Pass. So, I mean, you're getting legitimately like day one release games with Game Pass with the PlayStation Essentials tier, unless they make changes, you're not getting that. You're getting like Oh, hey everybody, here's um Human Fall Flat 2. 
No, we got Saints Row, the newest one, Generation Zero, and uh, oh my god, what was the third game? Anyways, three games that were um, mid, as they say. Uh, Generation yeah. Zero received like a sixty something, and, and but this the, new Saints Row got a sixty something as well. Yeah, and, and but they've been out for over a year or longer at this point. Yes, yes. Whereas with Game Pass, I mean, just this month, Lies of P and Starfield that pays for itself. Starfield pays for itself. As like, much time as I've put in Starfield and it just came out. We're recording this on the 6th. The day the game, uh, the day after it came out. I've got 40 hours. I've got like 41 hours in Starfield. Yeah. And for some reason, Winslow won't tell me how many hours he has in it. But I assume he has a few. Oh, he's um, got uh, 22, something like that. You okay. can check on his profile on uh, Oh, Xbox. I didn't even fucking think of doing that. I don't even know if I'm friends with Winslow on Xbox, because I've been yeah, so... Yeah, that's for good reason. He talks so much shit. He changes his profile picture to you sleeping, but with shit on your face. Oh, fuck. Not yeah. again. Um, But yeah, I, I, but it just pays for itself. Like you're getting these day one releases. Even if you're not a huge fan of the day one releases... Pretty much with the Game Pass model, if you're paying for Ultimate monthly, if there's two games Xbox put on Game Pass, like full price games they put on Game Pass, a year that you enjoy, it pays for itself. Essentials does not offer that. I will say Xbox has been extremely dry this year up until this last week uh, because we'll get the it will talk. I'll talk more about it in a little bit, but. Uh, Starfield is working itself into being my favorite Xbox exclusive of all, of all time. See, but you say that, but also they had like Hi-Fi Rush this year. Yeah, I mean, like they've had two games that I like love. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying, though, like. Because you pay for Game Pass Ultimate every month. So it's like, it, it's, do you not have Game Pass? Uh, Wenzel is paying for it. We're doing game share right oh, now. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Well, you know, if you wasn't doing illegal shit. It's not illegal. It's actually recommended. But yeah. Okay. Well, you you get my point. It's paying for itself. Where this PlayStation Premium Plus Essential, whatever the fuck, doesn't. Because you're just getting it's PlayStation Plus. And then it's like, here's some games you can play over the cloud. It's like who two hundred dollars a year. Also, I find it funny because the prices are going up everywhere. But like, if you look at the price increases in Japan, the same tiers in Japan are literally like half the price when converted to USD. Like that's extremely frustrating. It's so like I think the the highest tier in Japan, I think it's like right at a hundred dollars a year. And it's Jesus like, Christ. Wow. Okay. So this, this is what you think of like, and I'm sure it's even more fucked in other countries. And there's probably other countries that are paying way more than us. Oh yeah. I think Canada is paying like with, uh, with the, the premium tier, you're probably like two fifty. Yeah. So it's, it's so stupid. Like, and then you have to have it to play online. Uh, fuck off. Yeah, that is extremely frustrating. I've hated it ever since I found out Xbox made you pay for it. And uh, the whole reason we have this stupid pay-to-play online right now is Xbox. You can blame Xbox for that stupid Microsoft for that stupid garbage for having to pay to play online. Yeah, that, I've yeah always I, hated that. I mean, I I'll agree that 
having to pay to use internet you already fucking have is insane. It, it, it'd be like paying a premium fee because I'm using the internet on my laptop right now. Doesn't make any fucking sense. But also, this is gonna hurt their. I feel like it's gonna hurt them more than help them because oh, I've seen yeah. more tweets from people saying like. Uh, I guess uh, I'm going back to essential because I cannot afford no, no that 160 bucks a year. Yeah, I mean it. I mean it's the same shit we're seeing with like the streaming services right now. I think God, who is it? Hulu that's about to go up like four more dollars a month or something. Um, Which is crazy because Hulu is the one I use the Hulu least. Fucking sucks. <laughs> like, I, I get on it like once a year when all the like animation domination they they haven't called it that in years stuff releases uh i watch family guy bob's burgers and like one or two other things the newest season yeah. and then i'm off of hulu for the rest of the year yeah like it sucks and they're like oh our basic model is going to be 19 dollars. or like disney plus are like hey guys we're increasing our price from 9.99 to 11.99 but if you're on the 11.99 tier now you get ads. If you don't want ads, you have to pay $14.99. Fuck off! Also, like, we're making worse content than we did before. Yeah, also, um, it's all AI Marvel intro. and fucking Star Wars. Like, who? Fuck off. Like, it pisses me off so much just how fucking greedy these corporations are getting. And they're just thinking, like, we're just going to keep fucking suckling that garbage milk. No, we're not. Like, that's why you're seeing Netflix subscribers dip two to three million a fucking quarter um right now because like well a they're not paying their fucking writers or any actors residuals or anything so like they can get fucked anyways but b it's because they keep going up in prices and they're like it's not warranted like no. netflix now like if you if you have the best version of the netflix which is like i think you can watch on four screens at a time and 4k 4, 4k it's like almost 30 dollars a month which go fuck yourself fuck off at that point just get fucking cable like really like youtube tv costs 65 dollars a month like just fucking get that and drop all the fucking services i don't know it pisses me off like just thinking about it just i'm just like how much are, are we paying for streaming services right now? Like, should we just not drop all of them and just fucking get YouTube TV? Because that's pretty much what's going to end up happening. It's just all the streaming services are trying to make themselves cable again. Yeah, we're, there's going to be a package uh, deal <laughs> coming up where you can have all these streaming services for one low price. Dude, uh, I shit you not, on YouTube TV, you can already do that. You can select your add-ons. This and the add-ons, the add-ons include Max and Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus and AMC Plus and fucking Showtime and uh, Prime Video. Well, maybe not Prime Video, but literally every Shutter, Criterion Channel, NFL Red Zone. It's literally fucking cable. Man, the only one of these that's really worth it nowadays is HBO. Is great, yes, but Amazon Prime. Because you get the fucking shipping shit and the streaming. And the streaming's 4K. I was watching some yep. uh, old movies in 4K thanks to that fucking thing. Well, also, what movie? We watched a movie for Summer of Fisting on Prime. We and did. It was, I can't remember. Was it Police Story? Uh, no, we watched that on uh, HBO. 
Oh, I feel like we we watched. Maybe it was uh, Enter the Dragon we watched on Prime Video. I think so. And it was like a restored version. And it looked really fucking clean. And it was just like, wow, if we were watching this anywhere else, we'd be watching like the fucking original cut for it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. stupid. Now it's I'm stupid. pissed, Colt. Thanks. Now I'm ticked. Up next, we've got some really cool information considering the newest game from them just came out. Elder Scrolls 6 has officially left pre-production and is now in the early stages of development. So we're getting Elder Scrolls 6 2033? Here, here's my thought process. So do you remember the E3 conference where I believe they showed Fallout 4 and they said, hey, and here's what's next. And then they showed Starfield, which, by the way, I'm just saying, AYCH broke the Starfield news before anybody. Go listen to those fucking 2017 E3 episodes. We fucking knew. Yep, yeah. We called it by fucking name. You can go listen to those episodes. Uh, but I digress. Um, so, but they said, and here's the thing after the next thing. And they showed Elder Scrolls 6. So, in my head, I wonder if... Elder Scrolls 6 is like the next tr- because there's been some rumors I don't want to get into it because I don't, I don't want to say uh, there's been some there's been some rumblings around an Oblivion remake that is coming out yeah, from very yeah. reliable sources I, I haven't seen it reported anywhere but that is in talks is a Oblivion remake but I wonder if like if that's maybe more of a passion project and now like the whole every studio is kind of shifting towards Elder Scrolls Six. I wonder if Elder Scrolls Six truly is the next thing. Which, because what Fallout Four came out twenty eight twenty fifteen. No, yeah, I was in high school. Okay, then it definitely wasn't the Fallout Four thing where they showed Starfield for the first time because they didn't show Starfield for for the first time until twenty eighteen. Uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, definitely. Because I what? was playing Fallout Four in high school. Oh well, fuck. Um. Well, anyways, I just so it was five years in between that conference and Starfield. So I wonder if Elder Scrolls Six, if we're looking at probably five years down the road, I think that's actually kind of an optimistic view on it. What would be Elder Scrolls Six? <laughs> God, I'm just thinking. If Elder Scrolls Six does come out in 2028, that's going to be a 17 year gap between Skyrim. That is a fucking whole legal driver on the road. That the time in between, somebody could have been born on the day Skyrim came out, and if Elder Scrolls Six comes out in just say around the same time period, 2028, that person. Could enlist in the military. I feel sick thinking about that. And they <laughs> released is... Skyrim so many times. Remake, yeah, Skyrim's remake, whatever. available on what? Three generations of consoles? And a refrigerator, Amazon, Echo, yeah, whatever. Ale- the Alexa, the, I mean, Switch, PC. I mean, and granted, it is like Harold as one of the best RPGs of all time. So yeah, I it, love it. it. It's a great It's game. cool that it is that accessible. And I'm sure it didn't take a ton of extra work to port it from PS3 to PS4 to PS5, whatever. Um, but it is just I'll like... I'll just be fucking 20. I'll be almost 30. If that, uh, dude, 2028, 20, I'll be <laughs> 33. I don't like that, man. Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty I need disgusting. you to... Uh, 
hurry it up, sweetie, please. <laughs> yeah. So, but also take your time, please, because uh, oh my gosh, uh, Starfield is awesome. I might as well uh, while we're here talk about Starfield. Yeah, let's let's get into it a little bit. Obviously, there's not going to be any spoilers. No, 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 no. Um, because I'm only at the time of recording, literally two hours into it. I just streamed it. By the way, Twitch.tv slash All You Can Hear. Uh, live every Tuesday with Tuesdays with Tanner. Uh, if you're listening to this day of releases, you just missed the second one where I played more Starfield. But um, it it has hooked me faster than Bethesda games in the past have. Uh, I would say it's hooked me as fast as Skyrim hooked me, and that is pretty much instantly mm-hmm. because I fucking love Skyrim. Skyrim was... Uh, like one of my favorite Bethesda games of all time until uh, Starfield. I I know that's probably a hot take considering the game just came out. I, well, I, I was playing it day one of early access and I've been in love ever since. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, you, it's not like you're like, I'm 45 minutes in the Starfield and I have to say it's the best. I mean, you have the fucking time to back you up. So, I yeah, you know. I'm at 41-ish hours. I'm over halfway through the main storyline i've done one side storyline all the way through it took probably like it took a long time to do that storyline it was the uh, the rangers storyline free star collective that was really fun you're essentially just a walker texas ranger but in space it's just very cool i love starfield so freaking much i'm already married uh shout out to sarah she, you my boo uh, this game's fantastic. I can't really say much else for it without going into spoilery details because there's some surprises in this game that I was not expecting, and I also just completely forgot about that. Uh, that was in a trailer in the past. Oh, I'm now I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> You'll get um, there eventually. Yeah. So. I, I guess, too, from my perspective, it, I mean, my time is a lot more precious, I guess, per se. Now, like, you know, old, you know, working senile. Memory's not working as good. Yeah. <laughs> fucking senile as shit. No. Like, being married, like, you know, like, I don't have as much time to play games anymore. Um, But Starfield, I, like, instantly, like, and Winslow Winslow has echoed this as well uh, as you have Uh, like it just kind of got its hooks in you super quickly and usually like I mean Fallout 4 never really grabbed me like I would have liked even Skyrim like I mean I've played a lot of Skyrim over the years but it never like I have never felt immersed um I really haven't felt immersed in a, a Bethesda world since probably Fallout 3 um damn that's harsh words uh you know whatever but uh something about starfield it just kind of recaptures that that magic for me i, I like i don't know like, like i said i'm only two hours into it maybe it's the rose tinted glasses maybe it's just like i was so hyped for the game but like usually if i'm super hyped for a game it has to meet those expectations or i will not be afraid to say oh, fuck this um it has happened with several games in the last two years but it, I don't know. There's something about it. It has that magic, has just a little bit of the Bethesda funk on it, but not like I 
I don't think y'all have experienced anything like game breaking or anything. No, 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 no. I mean, uh, I've had my frame rate drop one time, but that was because yeah. there was so much going on in a very specific scene. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, it runs a very solid 30. Yeah. Like I've had my frames drop a couple, like maybe twice, but I'm also playing on a series S um, already. But uh, like it, it oh, looks... I forgot you don't own an X. No, no X for me. Oh God, what the but, fuck? But um, it looks gorgeous. Like I like I think that's the part that kind of surprised me. Like immediately when you uh, like spoiler for literally the opening scene in the game, you're in a mine, and like the textures don't look like disgusting fucking garbage. They actually look like rocks, and not like video game rocks they look like rock rocks and i'm like oh wow that looks crazy good and like the character Edible. creation i got super into i made like a hyper pop old man joel from the last of us um yeah it's just, it's I, it's really fun i'm really excited to spend some more time with it over the next like month month and a half i've been itching to play it all day today at work like really fucking bad i've been on the starfield reddit uh, looking at like recommendations, tips and tricks. I'm starbrained pilled, starbrained pilled. Ah, uh, it's so good. I Baldur's Gate three came out, uh, fucking yesterday on PlayStation. I haven't played it. I have not touched it. And I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna admit it here. I bought early access. I what? I bought early access and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to play this more than I am Starfield, but I still want to play Starfield early. I haven't touched it. <laughs> what the fuck? Why did you buy both? Because I thought I'd be like bouncing between both of them. Mm-hmm. It was a fucking uh, Labor Day weekend. Give me a break. I thought I would have more time or I would split my time up uh, more. And uh, let's just say I didn't. Damn. I got some cool pre-order bonuses in it. I'll take it. Not pre-order bonus, but deluxe edition bonuses. I'll I'll fucking take it. And it wasn't like a hundred bucks like Starfield was. It was like eighty. <laughs> but also, you only <laughs> paid like forty for Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and like Baldur's Gate three seems like something. It seems like a world I just want to fuck around in. Who knows when I'll have time for it. Like, it, it seems so overwhelmingly dense that, like, it's almost off-putting to me. Like, I, everybody I know that has played it has absolutely adored it. But, it like, it seems like too much. Especially right now, like, I'm playing, like, I've already mentioned Sea of Stars, and I'm playing Starfield. Mortal Kombat comes out next week. Like... What? Yeah, well, the week this releases, Mortal Kombat comes out. Oh, on the, okay. On the, yeah. Mortal Kombat comes out on the 19th. Yeah. But yeah. so Mortal Kombat comes out and then in October you got Super Mario Brothers Wonder, you got Spider-Man 2. Uh I know you and Winslow are super excited for Alan Wake. Yes. Yes. Um, so there uh, too many games. Which is why I'm kind I'm kind of hoping they do the strike in the gaming <laughs> industry cuz it would be really cool to have a dry year next year. Uh, considering my backlog, considering everyone's backlog, I imagine everyone's backlog is huge. I imagine uh, everybody's a backlog boy. Essentially, and that's why we're perfect for everyone in the modern age. Get in there. You could say fucking Microsoft is supporting us. 
by doing their Game Pass for so cheap that their backlog is massive for everyone that has Game Pass. Yeah, that's true. Thanks, Phil. Also, thank you, Todd. Uh, you did it. I love you. <laughs> Next up on the news station is the pointless PlayStation Portal for $200, <laughs> which is remote play only. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad it's $199. I feel like if it's $299, Sony may not exist anymore. Um, I am glad for that. It seems... It seems like it would be cool because it seems like it's going to be pretty easy to hack um, to play to put like a PSP or a Vita like emulator on it. I could see it being cool for that purpose, but a $200 remote play only device does not excite me in the slightest at fucking all. Even if you could store a game on it natively. I, I can't remember where I saw it exactly. It was from an official PlayStation source, but they were saying like one of the selling point points is like if your main TV's being used, you can use this. Yeah. It's it's the Wii U. It's the gamepad. Yeah, but it's only on that screen and it's not I mean it's streamed, duh, but it's not cloud gaming. It's using your PlayStation to stream it to your handheld. So if your Wi-Fi goes out or something. Yeah, I mean, if it was cloud, it'd still be fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't see the point in this. It feels extremely pointless. I would have rather had a Vita 2 or something else along that line. Yeah, totally agree. I I like it. It makes no... mm. Also, 150 bucks tops. Also, it's so funny, too, like, again, like, console war bullshit is has always been stupid, but I feel like this year is ex- especially stupid because both companies have been kind of quiet. And then, you know, Microsoft releases Redfall and it is hot dog shit. Yeah. And so he's like, hey, hey, and then they drop like Starfield, which is like, has been pretty successful and like really reviewed. successful. Yeah. 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 Super successful commercially and critically really and sony and then but then the microsoft like fanboys turn around it's like well at least microsoft's not trying to sell a wii u gamepad for two hundred dollars and then all the sony fanboys are like well it's harmless it's like it doesn't hurt anybody and like yeah i guess (laughs) you're right it's not a loaded gun i could use to kill myself but it's still fucking stupid like it's yeah again the console Fan war bullshit is all is always stupid, but like this year it has hit a critical mass of like the worst people you know just arguing about dumb shit all day long. Yeah, like and, and they all subscribe to Twitter Blue. <laughs> I'm just gonna say everybody that like believes or participates in the console war, they just need to get their bands up, they get their money up, not their funny up. That's what I'm saying. So poor that I, they can't afford two consoles. I'm just saying you gotta, you should have made the pandemic into a pandemic. Amen, brother. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Like, listen, if you got the money to buy a PlayStation five, you probably got 200 extra bucks to buy a series S. Yeah. I, I, Honestly, I stopped caring about this console war stuff. I was kind of into it, but that was when I was in middle school. 
in 2011 yeah i would say i would say middle school which would have been like 08 for me would have been like the last time i gave two shits about it but also i was 13 yeah like in 2012 i got an xbox and i was like hell yeah i can have everything like i had an xbox 360 i had a new pc and i had a playstation 3 and a 3ds i was living it up well that's like me right now. I mean, that's like us right now. Like as you know. Oh yeah, I'm still living it. Actually, it's still the same. Yeah, working adults. You know, we all have. All three of us have switches. We all have PlayStation fives, and we all have Xboxes. So we're, I mean, extremely fortunate and lucky that we, you know, were able to afford all those things. But yeah, I also don't like do anything else though. Gaming's my main thing. Yeah, uh, but manga. But still. <laughs> but like. Still, like, it's so stupid. Like, I couldn't imagine just shutting yourself off from, like, a whole... J- solely for, like, well, I'm, a, I'm a Sony fanboy for life. Wait, while you guys are doing that, I'm going to be playing Starfield, Baldur's Gate 3, and the next month, I'm going to be playing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. So y'all have fun. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, get your money and your funny up. Amen. Hey, Colt. Hey, Megan Fox in Mortal Kombat 1. Epic sauce and a reference to Jennifer's body. Which we watched semi-recently for the first time. Yes, we time. did. That was like a few months ago, but it was still recently. I said semi-recently. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty excited for this. Like I said in the chat, I don't necessarily think Megan Fox is a good actress. <laughs> like, not at all. But I think she plays really good characters and cheesy things. Yeah, I think Megan Fox and Mortal Kombat almost makes too much sense. Yeah, like I don't know why this didn't happen in like Mortal Kombat Nine in like two thousand nine, especially oh, when she... she was so popular with fucking Transformers in two thousand seven. Jennifer's body came out in two thousand nine. Oh shit, she was busy with this with yeah. that, so she couldn't have been in Mortal Kombat. You're right, definitely not. Um, I, I'm just interested in what Ed Boon's got cooking. Because I f- still feel like, I mean, at the time of recording, again, we're recording this on September 6th, uh, we still don't know a ton about Mortal Kombat 1. We don't really know what, like, I mean, there's been rumblings and stuff, and, like, we've seen, a like, a minute or two trailer here and there. But, like, as far as, like, the story mode and exactly what the hell is going on, we don't know a ton about. Um, I just want to see the final roster because we got a new character being the Megan Fox character today. Yeah, today. And like, we already know like the first pack of DLC fighters, like all of the leaks for it have been true. So like we're getting Omni-Man, we're getting Homelander, we're getting Peacemaker. And we know that Omni-Man and Peacemaker are going to be voiced by Simmons and Cena respectively. I have to imagine old, Homelander, Homelander is, uh, I think he is the same. Yeah, I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, it's like, God, what, what do you got cooking over there? That's really though. That's perfection. These are the guest characters that fit like the modern day people that are really into really violent media. Because yeah, Batista was in the trailer or Which in the in the commercial. Freak, freak, yeah, Batista. They should put Batista in the game. Yeah, as just Batista. I don't want to kill Batista. Don't add him. I don't want him to see him get hurt. Uh, Winslow and I talked about this on the sidewalk 
episode, but there was a movie we watched that had a unexpected Batista appearance that Ooh. we both <laughs> I lost my mind in the theater. I'm like, is because you I just don't expect to see Batista in like this very, very, very indie movie. And then like, there he is. And I'm just like, that's Dave Batista. And then like the next week, he's in the commercial for Mortal Kombat 1. I'm just like, he really is the most versatile actor of our generation. The best uh, wrestling actor. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Easy. John Cena's right behind him, though. So No, yeah, Cena's great. Cena's great. Uh, Batista just has a lot, ton more range. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Cena, Cena can play a specific character really good. Batista can play a lot of characters pretty good. He was only in Blade Runner 2049 for like four minutes, and he's fucking awesome. Yeah. Super memorable. Yeah. Like Dune, super memorable. I mean, Drax in Guardians. I mean, God, he, he's been great in a ton of stuff. He was great in the movie uh, Parachute that Winslow and I saw him in uh, Sidewalk. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, more Combat 1 look cool coming out soon. I'm excited. By the way, that's going to be. Uh, you're listening to this on the day it releases next week, the 19th, when Mortal Kombat comes out. We're going to be playing it on Tuesdays with Tanner. Twitch.tv slash all you can hear. Mortal Kombat 1 launch day stream. You're getting on PlayStation, right? Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, I'm not playing that shit on Xbox. <laughs> yeah, that shitty fucking platform. No, no. Uh, but up next is a little bit of old news. We're going to be hitting some old news pockets now, but hey, we're hitting it. Red Dead Redemption port coming to PS4 and Nintendo Switch. I say coming. Uh, it came out. When I wrote that in the doc, it was coming up. Uh, <laughs> that was like a month or so ago. But... I'm really mad about this. I did not delete it from the doc because I'm frustrated uh, because there were a lot of rumors coming around about this and a lot of people were saying remake. And that was what was really getting me excited. And then when it came out as just a remaster, I was like, fine, I'll take it. It'll just be a nice upscaled uh, 4k nope. 60 <laughs> FPS. No, no it's, it's a straight legit. Port. <laughs> a port of a PlayStation 3 game, an Xbox 360 game on your Nintendo Switch and your brand new fucking consoles. I hate this so much. Uh, and it's 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the real kicker is that it's 50 fucking dollars. Here's some more fun information. You could have bought Red Dead Redemption uh, on Xbox using the Xbox store for like fucking like 20 bucks. Yeah. And I think they removed it just to add the $50 edition. Which oh, yeah. Is the exact same. Why they're not getting as much flack uh, as they should, I don't know. Because it's Rockstar. I, and I don't know. Have you seen like the, the Twitter blue accounts that have recently been tweeting just insane shit? Like, rumors have that GTA 6 is going to cost $150. <laughs> I've not seen that. That's yeah, no, it's like super uh, unbelievable. Dex Dextredo D D E X E R T O oh, yeah, yeah. has been tweeting like oh, rumor has it GTA Six is going to be the world's first two billion dollar game. That's like it's going to cost two billion dollars to make. And then like today, the day we're recording, they tweeted something to the effect of like rumor has it GTA Six is going to cost one hundred and fifty dollars. And then they put like this obviously not real GTA 6 image because there's 
no key art for the game, GTA 6. And then it has like 65,000 retweets and just people saying, oh my God, I can't believe Rockstar would do this, man. Yeah. Well, I named my first child Rockstar Denver. And now you want me to pay off. You want me to commit Grand Theft Auto to afford to buy Grand Theft Auto? To be fair, like the average Rockstar GTA 5 fan has the collective brain cell of uh three of them i think i'm I'm just saying that gta players in 2023 are not the smartest bunch no i mean i agree but like god it's such uh, i don't know i'm just like you i it would i think it would honestly change my life if i could get on twitter or like facebook every day and just immediately believe everything i read That'd be fucking funny. Actually. Like, like no matter how ridiculous, like I, I read it and go, Oh my God, no way. I can't believe Obama took a hamster and rocketed at a fucking brick wall. Yeah. Or like right in front of Trump and Trump tried to stop him, but he couldn't. Yeah. It was like, Oh, or, or like my favorite is like the little, the little kid. It's like, this is Donald J. Trump. He was born in Afghanistan. Uh, and it, it pretty much, it pretty much builds up to the fact that he was born in the Middle East means he is the re. I'm pretty sure this is like a QAnon talking point. Yeah, obviously, yeah, I don't yeah. fucking believe it. Um, but it's like obviously it means he is the reincarnation of Jesus H Christ, Donald J Trump. I'm like, yo, you realize like what? <laughs> no, they're different letters. <laughs> These are d- different letters. Like, oh my, it's so fucking stupid. And, and so, um, another good one too is a lot of people on my Facebook have recently got hacked. Um, oh, where they'll yeah. post like they'll tag like nine or ten people, like nine or ten of their friends, and be like, "OMG, checked out who just died," and it's a video link <laughs> to obviously like this phishing site. And I would just love, like, every time I got on Facebook, just being like, oh, my God, who died this time? And just clicking the link every time. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be pretty fucking funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. People that, have always... They're just amazing. I just don't understand how people can I don't understand how people live. Yeah. Like, because yeah. there are people that live like that, where they just get online every day, and they read 25 headlines, and they're all true <laughs> they're you like oh what? my god I, AOC is trying to extinct cows I've got some news for this is a sound clip that somebody can take out of context um, Starfield removes pronouns with patch use that that's a gaming one uh, here's a real world news one Donald Trump eats a hot dog in 10 seconds. You won't believe what happens <laughs> next. Dude, there's a... So you know how on, like, Windows, like, if you hover, it will pull up, like... Most of the time, it's, like, listicles and stuff. Like, it's like, oh, the here's the best seafood restaurant to eat at in your state. And it's, like, a list of 50 seafood restaurants, one in each state. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've noticed recently... Um, that most of the time will be listicles, but sometimes something insane will slip through the cracks. Like it will say like, uh, I have one that will not leave my head and I see it 
all the oh, time. Go for it. Go for it. It's a picture of a woman at the doctor that's pregnant. No, no, no. It's a picture of a woman next to a horse and she's got a pregnant belly. And it, like the clickbait is the doctor called the police after finding out what happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, the shit like that. And like. <laughs> I almost want to click it and I know it's not real. I'd still want to click it because that's a <laughs> wild thing to put in front of me. Dude, it's so crazy. My favorite is like when a like a news source uses like the 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 dark Brandon like meme picture and it's like That's funny. It's like Joe Biden is uh planning on making being over 85 illegal. Thoughts? <laughs> it's like what the fuck? Oh, Biden, why would you do that? That means you're going to be illegal. It's Jover. Oh, my God. Anyways, we should talk about some video game news. Baldur's Gate 3 is booming. Like, really, really booming. It is currently, I think, the highest rated game this year on Open Critic. Yeah, highest rated game this year. Well, actually, I think it's tied with Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, Tears of the Kingdom, not Breath of the Wild. My bad. But still, it's fucking banging it's not just this year it's one of the highest rated games of all time on metacritic and open critic yeah i think it's currently sitting at like a 96 yup yup yuppers yeah so it's so crazy too because i feel like i just i feel like uh it really the it kind of jumped the shark the hype for it when it was revealed you could have sex with the druid that shapeshifted into a bear Yes. I feel like that's kind of where a lot of people started talking about Baldur's Gate 3. And then it came out on PC like two weeks later. And I feel like everybody I knew was playing Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, that that's the one issue is I wish they released the game on both things at the same time. Because people like me were like really wanting to play it for that whole month. But now yeah. Starfield's out. Starfield's I don't out. feel like playing it because... Yep. I want to beat Starfield first. Yeah. And it's not it's not like I don't feel like playing it, but like I said earlier, I'm just I'm playing other stuff. Like I usually find it hard to have time for one game. I'm currently juggling two at the same time. Which is highly unusual for me. So I just I literally just do not have the mental bandwidth to bring in a to bring in a Starfield or to oh. bring in a Baldur's Gate 3. And a cool thing is about Baldur's Gate 3, it had the best weekend, uh, opening weekend for a release of a game ever, I mm -hmm. think, on Steam, with yeah, over 800,000 like, players yeah, playing at the was, exact same time. Yeah, pretty, pretty fucking wild. And I'm sure a ton of people are playing it. But like, I, I'm sure it, it is really cool for like, I mean, right now, Starfield is booming on Xbox. Baldur's Gate 3 booming on PC and PlayStation. So it's really cool that like no matter what console you own right now, you have a very meaty RPG to like really sink your teeth into. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed. People that like I didn't even know were interested in Baldur's Gate 3 or games like that. <clears throat> I got on PlayStation the other day to download some stuff. And I just see these people playing it. I'm like, what yep. the hell? Because it's a game that I honestly think you had to be a pretty fucking big ass nerd to play it, but I guess not. Yeah, honestly, I guess you have to be a cool soy jack. You were just saying 
things that you've heard on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, w- hey, listen, brave like Tom, stealthy like Jerry, hungry like nephew. <laughs> Minion or Bob for the day. Sexy cat. Have you seen that? No. That TikTok? It's it's an AI voice over Joe Biden uh talking about like the characteristics. I'll send it to you later, but talking about <laughs> <laughs> fuck, maybe I'll find it. But it's since talk- we're on the TikTok, have you been getting my Baki TikToks? Dude! The- <laughs> so yes. And so I watched the first season of Baki Hanma on Netflix when it came out, you know, a couple years ago or whatever. Uh and it was insane. It seems like they have went full fledged unhinged in this yeah. newest season. All right, here here's my audio. This is is AI Joe Biden is not real Joe Biden, and I don't condone AI, but this is funny. Tenacious like Tom, resilient like Jerry, dog like Spike, hungry like Nephew, sexy cat. Okay, that's pretty funny. That is funny. Sexy it, cat. Six, and it's all it's all characters from Tom and Jerry. But uh, <laughs> I can't believe I played that on this fucking podcast. Um. But yeah, Baki, Baki's crazy. That's not video game stuff. We can talk about Baki later. I know, I know. I, I just want to say real quick, Baki, I really never wanted to watch it because I think it's absolutely disgusting to look at. The art yeah. style is incredibly ugly. But after seeing a super jacked man dog shit kick the fuck out of the main character named Baki and doing a Fortnite emote, I want to watch that. And there's scenes where this dude's like pissing so hard it's overflowing the urinal gotta watch yeah. that and there's scenes where he's pissing on people until they die i want to watch that and yeah. there's scenes where a dude's cooking food out of air and he flips the air table in the air and the other guy freaks out yeah it's well the, the other guy's actually his dad that's not a spoiler the other guy's yujiro and that which is baki's dad <laughs> what the fuck? I never, <laughs> i'm extremely interested in watching it now just because i've seen these stupid ass clips on tiktok yeah, yeah it's a it's a hoop just getting into Baki lore. Uh, next up, gonna go ahead and cover it a little bit. Armed Core Six came out. Uh, when I originally put it here, we're about to record again. Uh, but I beat it. I beat one run. I haven't done all these endings yet, but I really fucking loved Armored Core Six. It was really good. FromSoft has made something really special here, and I hope they continue to release Armored Core games. Uh, semi regularly because the last one came out in 2012, something like that. How long did it take you to beat? Uh, like 22 hours. Oh, that's not atrocious. No, no, you just have to uh adjust, pl- change up your build, adapt. And I-, I play Overwatch, so I'm good at that. <laughs> yeah, you think Overwatch trained you for Armored Core Six? Yeah, you gotta learn how to counter. That's all Overwatch is, is counter picking. And that's exactly what you had to do for your builds. I thought all Overwatch was was uh, people in the chat saying, Torbjorn, my balls. It Also that, and also racism, and also homophobia, but also a lot of slurpy. It's a great game. <laughs> uh, here we got some Gamescom info. info. Uh I put all this in the day it happened. Opening night live, I think that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Up first, we got Assassin's Creed Mirage Relayed. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Mirage. 
<laughs> it was moved up by one week to October 5th. I just thought that was funny when I put relayed question mark. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Mirage relayed? All caps, two question marks. <laughs> it's the opposite of delay. Well, yeah, relayed is not that word. <laughs> I do. I th- couldn't think of it, so I move I up. Relayed. Yeah, there's yeah. not. There's not. Uh, they're just moving it up. <laughs> I'm gonna go with relayed, but yeah, I mean, I'm happy with that. Sony has revealed that multiple first-party games were internally delayed out of 2023 and early 2024. Recently, yeah, I'm hoping that drought is coming. Because uh, this is a signal of that. I ha- I just have no idea what. I mean, eternally delayed out of late 2023 and early 2024. I mean, Death Stranding's one of them, if I had to guess. Death Stranding, what two? Yeah, you think what you thought Death Stranding two was coming out this year or uh, early possible. next year? Possible. Do you not know? Do you not know Kojima? That Did game's two years Kojima? away. 2025 no, earliest. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. I talked to him. I talked to him. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't think of that. Yeah, I'm sorry. But it is extremely disappointing because I think we're just going to get Spider-Man then six months of nothing, probably 10 months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. There is that rumored uh, Last of Us 2 remaster. <laughs> I'm not going to play it. I just played it. I'll, I'll play it in like three years when I forget about a lot of the story points, but I'm not going to play it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, sure. Like, I don't know why you would even say this because like, it's not like your first party offering was anything besides Spider-Man to the public anyways. So I mean, is we just is this just saving face is like, yeah, actually, we we would have released a lot of really cool games this year, but we we decided to push them back, give them a little more polish. Sure, whatever. Uh, I have too many games to really be mad about that, honestly. Yeah, same. But this next one I am sad about. Plucky Squire was delayed to next year in 2020. Oh God. No solid date, but I'm extremely sad about that because this is one of the few uh, Devolver games. Not few. There's a lot of Devolver games I'm interested in, but this was the one I was most interested in. And I'm going to play it this year. Yeah, I, I was really I was really excited for Plucky Squire. Um, hopefully it will come out maybe early, first half Please. of next year. And Modern Warfare 3 got announced for November 10th. Uh, it's Modern Warfare. It looks fun, and it's apparently going to try to be more like Modern Warfare Two, the 2009 game, not the last Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, because they're adding like all the old maps. Yeah, from it's Modern every Warfare single 2. Modern Warfare Two map, and yep. then the new ones that they're making. I'm very interested in that because Modern Warfare Two has some of my favorite Call of Duty maps of all time. Uh, the 2009 one. Cool info. Here's some, <laughs> here's some new info for you here. It's over a month old. Kojima interview that uh fuck, can I just speak? Jam. <laughs> new Kojima interview f- with some death stranding two details. Story was written before the pandemic, and Kojima had to rewrite some of the parts after the pandemic. 
Uh, he probably he had like, a fucking virus called like COVID. I think he's Nostradamus and he's like, shit, I made this too bad, like sad. Uh, I don't want this to happen. So like the next one is like you get mad top and like really swag out. Yeah, did did Death Stranding one leave a lot of room for uh for Sam Bridges to get mad top? Yeah, and swagging out. Yes, it really did. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. I haven't played it. Yeah, and there's more emphasis on real connections and that humans need to go out into the outside world and move. Yeah, and Kojima. Said touch grass. Yeah, he's like, please just go the fuck out. You fucking nerds. Like, I know I'm a fucking like super nerd and watch nothing but movies all the time, but like, damn, go watch a movie in theaters or something. Yeah. <laughs> the meaning like, of strand has changed. <laughs> Should we have connected? <laughs> I don't know what that means exactly. I just love the idea for like he made a whole new definition for a word, and then he's like, and I did it again. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean that anymore, guys. Yeah. By the way, guys, forget everything that happened in Death Stranding 1. Is this a linear sequel? Yes. Is it a canonical sequel? I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to find out. And the film will be something completely different. In yeah, why the fuck not? Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> it sounds like Death Stranding is just like a title... You could make Death Stranding anything, essentially. And pretty much, Woody. I'm I'm eagerly awaiting Death Stranding uh, Snake Eater. I, I, that's gonna be the third Death Stranding game. Oh, speaking of, when do those? When is that Metal Gear? September. Oh shit! This this month. Damn. Well, I couldn't uh, remember if it was September or October, but it definitely is this month, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's the same week that Mortal Kombat comes out, like the, that Friday. I'm trying to find it. Oh, let me just go on Nintendo.com to to find a fucking date. Yeah, to get all your fucking release date info. Oh, what's not loading on Nintendo.com? Well, let me just go to Konami's website. No, it comes out October 24th. Oh, okay. All right. I misremembered. Sue me. Up next, we got the PS5 Slim. It's incoming. I put a question mark here, but no, we're definitely getting that PS5 Slim. And yeah, the, uh, and the leaked thingy that we got, uh, unit, the looks pretty damn fine. big. <laughs> and it, it, I mean, it looks big, but it uh, it looks fine. I I like this version we have already, but yeah, fuck it, why not? Also, like Tanner said, it's not really a slim. Yeah, it, it's it's not a slim because the pl- I mean. If you don't own a PlayStation 5, imagine having a briefcase on in your entertainment center, because that's about how big it is. Um, the PS5 Slim dev kit or like example unit or whatever you want to call it looks like a slightly smaller briefcase. Yeah, it's honestly a suitcase almost. It's really fucking big. Yeah. Uh, here's some more PlayStation info. Play potential God of War Ragnarok DLC. There was a lot of rumors going around, and I can't remember them because that was over a month. Uh, but I think that'd be weird, but not weird at the same time because there's some really cool story moments that would be cool to see expanded upon. Tekken 8 finally got a release date for Woo! January 26, 2024, with 32 
unique characters. And that is fucking insane. That's like the most amount of unique characters I've seen in a modern fighting game. And, and non-Smash Brothers, yeah. Yeah, non-Smash Brothers, non-that fucking Ultimate Ninja Storm. Those yeah. aren't the same kind of fighting game. Yeah. Th- yeah, 32, uh, 32 character, 32 fighter launch roster is actually fucking crazy. Um, especially for like a game as big as like Tekken and this being a new Tekken. Um, I'm, I'm super excited for it. Uh, I, I don't know. I've just, I've really had a hankering for fighting games. Uh, I still need to get on street fighter, but like even like mortal Kombat and something about mortal Kombat and Tekken, just like the grittiness. And I really like Tekken being a lot more grapple focused. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm into it. I'm ready. I'm super excited to see what potential DLC character. Oh, do you see DLC characters they can add? Because I said, fuck it, we're gonna add Negan from The Walking Dead, Noctis from Final Fantasy. Noctis. Who? Uh, Freddy Krueger has no, been. No, that's it? Mortal Kombat. Oh, uh, was Kratos? No, that's Soul Calibur. No, that's fuck. Mortal Kombat. Fuck. Um. The Ninja Turtles? No, that's fucking Street Fighter. No, no. Wasn't the Ninja Turtles added in Tekken? No, that's Injustice 2. Oh, shit. <laughs> is it just Noctis? <laughs> is it just Noctis and Negan? It's Noctis and Negan, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Didn't didn't they have a fucking uh, Terminator? No, that's Mortal Kombat. Son of a bitch! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who yeah, knows? They can go anywhere. Like, I think it'd be funny if they had a Walter White doing yeah, like, the main I, ultimate. Is that scene where he blows up uh, Tuco with that like meth grenade? Yeah, Walter White would be funny. I think the tall douchebag from Euphoria would be funny. Mike uh, from Breaking Bad. <laughs> Jesse from Breaking Bad. Hank. <laughs> you know, can we just have a Tekken 8? Uh, season pass that's a, all a breaking, a breaking pat, <laughs> breaking pass, yes, breaking pass. <laughs> now I'm just imagining, like, so imagine Evo 2024, like Tekken 8 just got done on the grand stage. Uh, old, old dude comes out, uh, Harada comes out, and he's like, Are y'all ready to see what's next in the store for Tekken 8? And it, like, the screen's black. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Breaking Bad intro, but it's for the letters Tekken. Uh, so <laughs> he just it's just making up elements, uh, and then it throws like eight up there, and <laughs> just <laughs> the fucking voice line. Jesse, we have to cook, and <laughs> it just cuts to like coming fall twenty twenty. And then right as the it cuts to complete black, it says magnets, bitch, due to reference to uh, the first DLC character coming, which is Jesse Pinkman. <laughs> uh, hit us up. All right. Hit us up. We know Harada. We got you. We got you figured out. Little Nightmares 3 is coming in 2024. Uh, watching the reveal for this actually made me download Little Nightmares 1, and I bought Little Nightmares 2 when it was on sale. Uh, just because I saw this and I thought, damn, that looks really fun. I I have no, I never, I don't think I've ever heard of Little Nightmares. That's strange. Um, yeah, I just completely under my radar. But I saw you and Winslow were both excited for this. 
And now for the one thing that actually was really frustrating at the time. I don't remember exactly what I wrote, but I'm going to read it out to you. I was about to say, please read it verbatim as is written in our doc. Huge piece of shit runs on stage right before Jeff calls out Todd Howard saying that, quote, Bill Clinton wants to play GTA 6. And it turns out it's some troll that's already stormed a bunch of other live events and done the exact same thing. (laughs) <laughs> Jeff Keeley is going to start open carrying and have all live events in the U.S. so that he can state the stand your ground law. Jeff reaches for his hip at the mention of Bill Clinton. <laughs> I read that today at work and I lost my mind. Oh, man. I, that is fucking funny. Whoever wrote that? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was me. I genuinely hated this moment. I was sad that I couldn't watch it live so I could be really angry while I was eating lunch. <laughs> But as soon yeah. as Tanner said in the chat, like somebody fucking stormed the stage, I was like, what? <laughs> I just can't believe it happened again. It happened again in less than a year. To yeah. Jeff Keeley. Yeah. And like, I mean, I know we're like laughing about it. It, I mean, it's extremely frustrating and like well, it's, disrespectful it's to everyone. But also like that guy could have just had like a knife. Or a gun. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you do have to think about that. It's like, you know, especially after what happened at the Game Awards, how have you not increased your security enough where a fucking random person in the crowd can't just storm the stage? And it's like one dude. It's not like it was like 40 guys rushing the stage. It's one person. Yeah. Like, there's time to stop these people because there's like a good amount of distance from the crowd to the stage. Yeah. There's no security. They need to have security men sitting in those front seats. Not yeah. all the seats, but just have at least a few. Yeah. It's no. Like I just, I saw a bunch of tweets about how video game developers need to feel safe as well. And I, I agree with that extremely yeah. well. Cause in the uh, live stream after that, Todd Howard does come out to talk about Starfield and uh, he looks a little shaken to be fair. Yeah. Todd is a tiny man and uh, I would be scared too. If I was that small. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but, but really like, though, it could have like Tanner said, it could have been way worse, especially in America. Lucky. Yeah. It was just an annoying little shit. Yeah, no, definitely could have been a thousand times worse. Um, so I don't know. Maybe he'll have better security at this year's Game Awards. I don't know. I hope so because I just know if it happens again, Jeff Keeley will strangle that person on stage, live on stage, yeah. Because he was visually pissed. Oh yeah, like at you- both of them, but this one you could tell like he was yeah so fucking mad. Yep. Huh. <sighs> But yeah, that's that's some news for you. That's what we're going to hit you with this month. Because, uh, man, that's all we got. <laughs> Please like it. Um, No, I was just I was trying to think uh, before before we started signing off here. Uh, what we would have next, but I guess we kind of covered it at the beginning of the show. Yes. Um, well, are you ready? Any, yeah, any? plug it. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this edition of the Backlog Boys. As always, uh, to keep up with everything Backlog Boys related, go follow Backlog Boys Pod on Twitter. That's B 
B-A-C-K-L-O-G-B-O-Y-Z-P-O-D on Twitter. Um, but to keep up with the network as a whole, go follow at A-Y-C-H podcast on Twitter. That's A-Y-C-H podcast on Twitter. On Blue Sky, go follow that as well. Uh, Instagram, AYCH Podcast. Again, right now I'm doing Tuesdays with Tanner on Twitch, twitch.tv slash all you can hear. I will be live for every Tuesday in for all eternity. So yep. every Tuesday from like 7 to 9, 9.30, 10-ish, I'll be live playing some video games. So come hop in on that. And we'll be doing some other streams, uh, not necessarily on Tuesdays, but, you know, that that is. Oh, I guess we should say um that next friday colt winslow and i are planning on streaming payday three hopefully that goes okay um but we will be streaming payday three i believe that day is september 22nd um so come join us for that again that's twitch.tv slash all you can hear uh, go check us out on YouTube where, you know, I've put up a couple of first impressions. They weren't live streamed. They're just videos, uh, crop rotation, big boy boxing are two of the recent ones. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, the first Tuesday with Tanner will be up with st- some Starfield gameplay. The second, usually I want to try with the Tuesdays with Tanners for them be streamed on Tuesdays. They go live on YouTube on Thursdays. So that's going to kind of be the schedule we're looking at. Um, God, I'm trying to think anything. AYCH podcast on TikTok, AYCH podcast on Instagram. And yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Tanner1495. Yep, yippee. My name's Colt. Follow me on Twitter at ColtD00 and on Blue Sky if you're on there at ColtD99. Yippee. All right, Colt. Any last words before we go? Actually, I'm about Colt, to... Well, no. Sing us a little ballad. I'm about to go play Starfield today and till 2 a.m. And then I'm going to go to bed. Yay!